Greetings, heroes, and thank you for answering the Summoner's Call. Presented by the Gamers Inn, this is a podcast for all fans of Fire Emblem Heroes and the Fire Emblem franchise. I'm your host, Ryan Murphy, and joining me, as always, is my co-host, Eddie. How's it going, Eddie? Not too bad. Yeah, you've been uh, you've been busy. You just said you were going through some rifts. You got the Diablo blood flowing again, don't you? Well, after your stream last night, watching you play it at the end, even though I couldn't join you, I figured, you know what, might as well hop in and play some myself. It's been a while. Yeah, I was doing my first Extra Life stream uh, for to support the kids, you know, hashtag for the kids, and it was BlizzCon themed, so we played some StarCraft co-op, which was fun, and then we jumped into Diablo with, I, I had low expectations, even though Diablo 4 was announced, I'm still excited about, I'm excited about that, but um, I hadn't played Diablo 3 in probably years at that point, but we, we had some fun. You know, considering what they announced for Diablo 4, we probably still have a couple more years of Diablo 3. So. Yes, I agree. I agree. And speaking of Extra Life, uh, we got our first couple of uh, donations towards uh, from some Fire Emblem Heroes fans. I know Whirlwind uh, spread the love around between myself and Eddie and Opera on the Gamers In team. You can go to bit.ly slash TGI Extra Life 2019 and make your donations there. As we've said in the past... $10 or more will get you as a guest on our live show, which we are are pegging for next Sunday. But depending on guest schedules and, and co-host schedules, we can kind of sort that out. But if you wanted to be a guest on the show and talk about Fire Emblem and Fire Emblem Heroes, make sure you get your donation into Eddie or I before next Sunday. Also, you get to vote on Game Club. Name your game in the comments with, you know, a couple caveats, which we've discussed before. But check the show notes. And you can see what those are. Voting for that closes on December 31st. And again, it can stack. So $10, $20, $30, that gets you one, two, three votes. You can even vote for different games. You can vote. I don't know why you'd do that. But you could probably vote for the same game three times. That's probably what I would recommend. Um, But yeah, we're looking forward to that. And please don't pick Fire Emblem, Fates, anything. Thank you. yeah, and keep an eye on Discord. Um, I'm leaning towards I'm probably going to do my first stream next Sunday mm-hmm. with a break in the middle to do the live recording. But nice. And I, I need to figure out the exact details with myself first. So Yeah, well, that'll work out well because uh, if you're streaming Sunday, I'm streaming Saturday. We're going to have a whole weekend of Summoner's Call co-host goodness for you guys to check out. So uh, definitely check us out on Twitter. Uh, follow along there. Check out the Discord. We'll be posting there links all that fun stuff. But uh, we're not here to talk about all that forever, just for a little bit. We're going to move into the banners, and then we're going to talk about what we summoned. We've got a lot of banners running currently. We've got the Revival banners with Celica, Delthea, and Jenny running right now for the week. Legendary Leaf, Leif, goes until the 5th. We'll talk about that in a little bit. Zofia's Call continues until the 7th of November. A Monstrous Harvest until the 9th. Heroes with Guard Skills into the ninth as well. The Lands, the Lands Bounty and Om and Phase ba- Battle, that's two separate banners, until the 11th, and Trigger Defeat until the 15th of November. That's what's currently on the plate. Now, Eddie, how did you do while summoning? Well, um, I dove into the Legendary Leaf banner, not because I had any interest in the character per se, but you know me, I like to have all the legendaries if I can. Mm-hmm. Um, and I did get p- pity broken by a string Marissa on a wheel with no colorless, uh, cause she's blue. 
Uh, but I kept at it for a bit more, and I did manage to get Leaf in the last few orbs I had. So I've got a whole 10 to 15 orbs ready for the next banner. Nice stuff. Yeah, I did not fare so well. As I've talked about the last couple of weeks, I've been sort of pumping my orbs into that new Halloween banner. Um, I did start to save up some orbs and kind of decide whether I wanted to look at Leif, uh, the Leif Leaf banner or go to um, back to the Halloween pool and ultimately decided to try to go into the legendary banner because just because of that percentage rate like eight percent over what i'm at with the uh, halloween banner i just I, I, I couldn't resist however i didn't i haven't gotten anything yet i only had 40 orbs which i realize isn't like a lot so uh nothing for me this week in terms of summoning um yeah i was hoping i'd have something even if it was like a pity broken you know anything on the legendary banner that'd be nice but i'm kind of running dry once again folks sorry about that but it happens uh, yeah. it does happen i'm having a i'm having a weird summoning spell here but i'll get back on the train at some point and we will uh we will cover that but until then what is going on in the game what is happening eddie well uh starting by the next week uh we have the cavalry strike quest on the fourth the November Orb promo on the 7th, as well as the New Heroes, uh, which we still don't know what it's going to be, but we strongly suspect it's going to be the Far-Fetched Heroes-style banner. Uh, but we'll see sometime later this week. And that happens to be the end of the calendar. Uh, most likely there will be a Grand Hero Battle or Tempest Trials going along with that banner coming. But until we get info about that or a new calendar, we won't know for sure. Yeah, well, hopefully we get something new very soon so we can continue to talk about the future. Yeah, um, I mean, we have some idea of what's coming because we got that amazingly massive update info th this week. Oh, we'll no, go over that no spoilers, later. no spoilers. Let's uh, let's save that. Uh, no, I'm just kidding. We'll talk about that. Um, but before then, let's talk about legendary. Did we ever figure out how to pronounce his name? Because I've I know if I I know someone I have a friend that spells their name this way and it's it's Leif. Um, uh, I've always called it Gun by Leaf. Um, I don't think they actually pronounce his name in the video, or have I ever seen anywhere where they actually pronounce his name? So mm. I guess it's however you want to pronounce it. Well, I'm gonna call him Legendary Leaf. I don't know. I don't know why I said that. Uh, Legendary Leif. I can't do it because I called the guy Leaf once and he didn't correct me and I felt bad. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Anyways, Legendary Leif, Unifier of Thracia, and I'm sure Opera will correct us in the Discord and tell us exactly how to pronounce it because he's a huge fan, super stoked that this character has gotten a Legendary, super stoked that anybody from the Thracia series has gotten any sort of special treatment. <laughs> I think... I believe... I believe Opera's more of a fan of uh, genealogy, but Thracia is closely tied, so he's just happy. Definitely in his wheelhouse. Yep. Yeah, for sure. Well, Leif is the prince of Leonster. Definitely happy it's not another Reinhardt. Yeah, yo, aren't we all? We could definitely use less Reinhardts in the world. Um, but Leif is the princess. Uh, princess. <laughs> Yeah. Wow, <laughs> something changed since I summoned him. The funny thing is, is that I had it right the first time. And, uh, yeah, anyways, Leif is the prince of Leinster, a kingdom on the continent of Dr Jugdral. The first Thracia series hero to get the legendary treatment, Leif is a colorless cavalry archer wielding 
Meister Bogan, which which inflicts speed minus five, unit attacks twice even if foe initiates combat, and when under player's control, unit gains if unit initiates attack, foe cannot make a follow-up attack. Pretty stacked weapon. Uh, Leif has a new special skill called Your 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 Runs Zeal. I'm guessing the N is silent. Uh, where if unit initiates combat, grants another action to unit after combat. Wow, that's that's really good. Uh, that can only be done once per turn. When and I think the special is a three count, three chart, or it's a it requires three actions to to be triggered. Um, but when Oh, also, it keeps going. When special triggers, inflicts restricts movement to one space on unit and pair up cohort, cohort through their next action. Another new skill is in the A slot with attack slash resistance push four, where at start of combat, if unit's HP is greater than or equal to 25%, grants attack slash resistance plus seven. But after combat, if unit attacked, deals five damage to unit. Rounding out his kit is... S drink in the B slot and defense smoke three in the C slot. My first question, Eddie, as I read through this and, and actually pay attention to what I was talking about, ignore the princess comment earlier. Um, the inflicts resist restricts movement to one space after the special triggers. Is that on? That's on yourself, meaning that you can't. Yes. Okay, that's interesting. So essentially, it's a more powerful version of uh, what is it called? It's there's already a skill that allows you to um, move again after you successfully kill a unit. Right. Uh, but that one requires five charges before it activates. So this one, as its restriction for being faster, is that you can only move one space on that bonus attack or bonus movement. Hmm. So, yeah. It's interesting. No, it sounds, like, incredibly... Not maybe like it sounds like it'll be a good strategic move, um, and and kind of powerful. I mean, he sounds pretty stout. He is a cavalry archer, so obviously only being able to move one space after that special triggers is not a not a crazy bad deal because you are going to have that sort of ranged attack, and I and I'm sure they give you that one space of movement only so you can have that guaranteed follow up attack because you have to be at least one space away from from your foe, yeah. so. He seems pretty good, and honestly, as a, as the first hero from from a Japanese only series, correct me if I'm wrong. Oh no, I am wrong, because of Marth and all that fun stuff. But if we're looking at the Thracia and Genealogy series, like those highly sought after uh, games, this is pretty. This is a pretty decent sort of shot across the bow, I think, in terms of yeah, these um, characters. Yeah, his uh, weapon is similar to Swordheart's uh, weapon. Except it has the uh, additional bonuses, mm-hmm. uh, so that's nice. The preventing counterattacks or follow-up attacks and stuff. Um, so it, it's nice. It's pretty powerful. It's, it's a nice addition. Yeah. No, I'm I'm glad that he's uh, he's being well received. I'm glad you did. You were able to summon him. I I haven't been so lucky, but I mean, as a cavalry archer unit, we do have a lot of those. Does he, do you feel like he kind of jumps into the higher tier for those type of units? Um, he seems pretty powerful. I mean, we've got you've got Brave Lynn, and then you've got uh, uh, the most recent would have been the, the guy from Three Houses, Claude, I guess. Um, I mean, his 
skills help him boost it. Uh, it's nowhere near as crowded as the, um, you know, sword unit pool. Oh, of course Which not. his original version was a sword unit. Uh, so the cavalry, you know, archer thing allows him to be in a smaller pool so he can stand out a bit more. Um, I think his guaranteed fault, uh, doubling uh, along with the preventing of the uh, follow-up and stuff, um, his upgraded gale force... Even with that movement uh, restriction, I did find the skill it was Gale Force mm-hmm. that I was thinking of. Um, will help him stand out a bit more. Uh, have to look at his stats to stay for, stay for sure on some of the other stuff. Um, but like his um, his standard skill in the B slot there of S-Strength, uh, that his original version makes him useful for... Um, multi-map battles like uh, Tempest Trials because, you know, even if they knock him down to one hit point, he heals right back up at the start of the next map mm-hmm. and beads up his attack. So. Yeah, no, it's all in all a, a solid uh, a solid legendary hero. I mean, we didn't get a chance to discuss this yet because this hero was unveiled after our last recording, but are we surprised that this wasn't any sort of catch-up mechanic to keep Book 3 contained to 2019 with with uh, Lyf and Hell still kind of guessing and assumed to be Mythic Heroes and only having two more months of the year? Um... I'm still not 100% certain we're going to kill Hell. Okay. Uh, With the end of the last story chapter, it makes it look more likely. Uh, And maybe Lyft will be, you know, not given permission to be a uh, mythic hero. But, um, you know, and, you know, depending on what they're doing with Book 4, you know, who knows? Maybe they're okay with... Uh, letting hell sit there in January. Maybe you never yeah. know that we've we've seen weirder things. I mean, maybe book four, they've kind of ramped it up every every book, kind of going. Yeah, I mean, they kind of have to. They got to keep war alive. That's the whole reason these characters exist, outside of you know dressing up in funny you know bunny hmm. costumes. Um, but hmm. I, I wonder if book four might be a lighter tone, maybe back to the to the book one sort of, you know. They're evil, we're maybe, good. Maybe. Um, there's one of two things I think that are possible. It's something that we don't know or expect. You know. I mean, that's always a possibility. Gonna, <laughs> yeah. Or we... Well, yeah, that's always a possibility. But the other thing that they've introduced that maybe who we're fighting is the Allfoder or whatever. Uh-huh. That leads Loki and Thor. Um, I think it's more likely they're going to wait a year, at least another year for that, but I could be wrong. You know, we may find out what he's, what his goals are. You know? Yeah, no, that makes sense. Cause again, we've seen Thor. We have Loki obviously, but we haven't seen we, the, we, we've had Loki who was helping do things and whether she's, um, that, friend who you really really don't want because their idea of helping you out is to beat the crap out of you um 
or whether she is honestly trying to get rid of us and help out um, Embla, it's hard to say. Mm-hmm. You know, because a lot of a lot of Loki's behavior towards characters like Surtur, and especially her reaction to Hell, makes it feel like she might not actually be after killing Asker, but might be after, you know, trying to strengthen us by, you know, through battle, through a crucible. Mm-hmm. Is a possibility, so. Yeah. Well, there's uh, obviously a lot of possibilities coming up, and I don't... I We're going to talk about it in a little bit. Um, version 3.11 got kind of some early details this week. It, it doesn't seem as though November is going to be a busy month, but uh, we have talked last hey. week about December being the big, the I mean, big 4.0. November last year wasn't that busy of a month, so... No, yeah, true, you know, true. It had the, um, uh, we might have gotten Ether Raids at November. I can't remember if that was November or with December that we got it. But, um, you know, we just got the new mode of the Hall Forms last month. And the first Hall of Forms. So they're going to be probably bringing in our second round of the Hall of Forms this month. Uh, so it might be a little bit before they feel they need to add uh, another one. I mean, we had the big one this month, so not surprising. Oh, yeah, I guess we got the Ether Resort updates that I haven't done since the first two weeks. You mean um, you haven't been planting your crops, Eddie? Nope, I probably got some dead crops sitting waiting for me. Oh, man. It, it, it gave me as much desire to play it as I probably expected it deep down. It's going to smell so bad at your resort. I don't know. Oh, well, listen, Lynn can deal with it. Okay, well, hopefully they've got all the tools they need. Um, you wanted to talk about the legendary rerun- or returns that are coming. Yes, uh, as usual, I check through the things and figure out when these legendary heroes are returning. Uh, we had a nice light month of six legendary heroes, that, legendary or mythic heroes. I don't think there were any mythics this year, just all legendaries uh, coming back. Uh, or that we're in this month, so we got them coming back with, um, uh, so everyone here is not coming back until next year. 2020. Uh, Yep. The earliest being January with Leaf, Lucina, and Hector returning. Uh, February has Alm and Azura returning. Ryoma is, uh, pushing back that that calendar I'm building, uh, going all the way until April. Uh, so we have a April hero, but we still don't have any March heroes. Hmm. Although Ryoma being red, it's not horribly surprising. Red is such a crowded field, even in the legendary list, that not surprising that it's going to take a little longer, especially since uh, Leaf is likely to be a red unit, since he wields a sword. Uh, there was also another update on a unit uh, that was not in this banner. Uh, similar to the way Sothis got moved and others got moved outside of their month. Uh, Gunthra, who was originally slated for December, is been pushed back until February of 2020. Hmm. So it's looking like Papa Asker might be our December legendary. Okay. Could Maybe. be wrong there. That's just a wild guess. He was an axe wielder, so being your green unit, if we, you know... Leaf November, uh, Papa Asker, December, Hell January. 
Makes sense. With a random free legendary from the new book in at the beginning of December. If we start book four in December, who knows? They may decide to delay it. It's always their option. It's always an option. So, yeah, legendary returns. It looks like we're going to have a busy 2020, but an unknown 2019. We'll see what shakes out in the coming months. Let's look at the 3.11 early details that got added to the uh, notification board earlier. I believe it was today. Say they're early details, but they might be all the de- all the info in all of what's going on for 3.11. I think I was being super generous. I put early details. Everybody else was like, this is the update. <laughs> so uh, what do we got? Um, uh, we do have Ether Raids and Ether Resorts being upgraded. Uh some minor updates, uh, a couple buildings, a new, few new um, songs added to the music thing. Uh, the usual small updates to it. Uh, bringing in a Three Houses song there, Ooh. though. That's nice. Um, and also, they're actually upgrading the number of defensive structures you can build uh, on the map. So that'll help you with your defense a bit. A bit. Uh, as well as Rania and Astrum uh, joining the Heroic Rails, as usual, the two-month delay coming to them. Uh, and then we also had a few weapon refinery updates. Some new weapon skills, uh, unique weapons coming to Athena with her concealed blade, Subaki with his golden naginata, Gordon with his renowned bow, and Kana with her Sun Dragonstone. Fun times. Yeah, Weapon Refines. Always always a fun update. Well, that's 3.11. Um, not much more to discuss there. The Three Houses song is really interesting. I'm glad you pulled that nugget out. I did not include that in the notes. but Yeah, yes, sir, and I saw there was a Three Houses. Life at Garrig Mock is the hit title of it. Ooh, so. that hot yep. track. <laughs> <laughs> well, I look forward to listening to it within Fire Emblem Heroes, uh, even though I could walk into the other room and boot it up on the Switch. So, um, yeah, get right on that. Uh, let's move into the Outrealm Gate, where we're going to talk about Game Club. We've got Fire Emblem Fates Conquest currently on our radar with Chapter 20. And here's some story summary. Passing through the mountains, the group next encounters the Wind Tribe. Corrin tries to convince the tribe's leader to let the group pass without fighting. But of course, it's Fire Emblem, so they fight. After meeting with Fuga, I'm guessing that's how that's pronounced. <laughs> that's dangerous. Uh, he states that well, he is... There was in... hmm? no, no speech like in Three Houses, so your guess is as good as mine. Yeah, and they don't really say it. But um, he states that he is impressed with her convictions, that's Corrin, uh, and grant them passage. However, upon confirming that Corrin has Yato... He wishes to test their worthiness of wielding the blade to bring peace, and if they lose, he will take up Yato to bring about peace. So he's gonna, he basically like, well, if you can't beat me, then I'm gonna take your sword and I'm gonna be the good guy, which sounds like a great way to explain to someone that you're the good guy. Uh, not really. It's, uh, it's more of a he values strength. And yeah, of course. He wants to make sure the wielder of Yato is, you know, strong enough to actually do what you know the prophecy says they're going to do mm-hmm. no for sure i'm just i'm just ribbing on it um the winds are strong on this map and present the latest unique twist for a conquest map 
The two big questions I have, Eddie, are how did you do with the wins? Did you ride them to victory or use them to pull your enemy in close or push them away? And I feel like this is a map where I truly would have benefited from restarting after my first few units died because I really feel we were talking about it afterwards after we both finished it. I really feel like I would have benefited from giving it another shot after really realizing that you can use those wins strongly to your advantage if you're kind of paying attention to the whole map, right? Yep. Uh, and so, yeah, um, the conceit, I can't remember if it was after your turn or after the enemy turns, is that there are gusts of winds that appear at the start of your turn, and if you are standing in them at the end of, I don't remember if it's your turn or the enemy's turn. I think it's the enemy's turn. It is the end uh, of the enemy's turn. However, if you use a dragon vein, it's the end of your turn. Or no, well, it's, it's whenever when the dragon. When you use the yeah. dragon vein, but yeah, so it's at the end of the enemy's turn. So you're not gonna, they're not gonna get free attacks on your units, but your units might be pushed out of, um, out of placement at the start of your next turn when the winds gust through. Uh, if you use a dragon vein, it activates them and they're gone for the rest of the turn, so you don't have to worry about them anymore. Um, I kind of use them, especially early on, just use them to push the enemy around, uh, bring some enemy, you know, use them at the start of the, like, right away at the start of the turn to bring some enemies up to me, uh, to smack around. And then, um, ran out of dragon veins for a little bit, and mostly if I could, kept my units out. Uh, there was one where I wasn't going to be able to keep my, all my units out, and I lined it up based on what they told me the winds would do, mm -hmm. and then it pushed me far further than it said it would. So Yeah, it says... So here's the thing. The caveat is it's going to move you five spaces, but it says if there's an obstacle in your way, it'll move you to the nearest, safest spot. So there's a lot of these chasms, and first <coughs> off, you're thinking to yourself, well, I think this is going to send me five spaces which puts me in the middle of a chasm therefore the closest safe spot is to keep me on this sort of area of the map but no it pushes you across the chasm to the other side and i guess in the grand scheme of things that makes sense because if it's going to push you five spaces you're not going to snap back you're just going to keep going so understand understanding that logic really helps you with this map because a push can mean being pushed very far right Yes, except the logic doesn't fit. To my mind, moving pushing you five spaces means it pushes you five spaces. Mm -hmm. If that five spaces will put you on the next platform over, mm -hmm. great, you're on that next platform over the gap. If that five spaces would put you in the middle of the chasm, you stay on the one you're closest to. And yet the push shoved me across the chasm in three or four spaces into the next block. The chasm spaces should count as spaces in my mind. Oh, I 100% you know? agree. Because there were and multiple instances where I was thrown was, across. Yeah, it was counting the chasm spaces as either one space or no spaces. And that was not correct in my mind. Yeah. Or it should clearly have stated, you know, at the edge of a chasm does not count as a space. Somewhere in there, you know? Mm -hmm. Yeah, so, no, I, I agree with you. But I think you're sort of idea of using the dragon veins because there are a lot of them they are obviously single use uh or it's not obviously uh sometimes there are certain maps where they're not single use i believe but this one they are single use 
Uh, but there are enough of them scattered around, so if you're kind of like progressing through the map at a steady clip, as you've said, Eddie, you're always finding one to kind of use. And you've got enough yep. units in your powerhouse that they can all, a majority of them can use Dragon Banes if you've got the whole Nor family. Oh, yeah. If, you know, I had Camilla there so she could fly off to slightly further distances to grab Dragon Banes. Um, I had, uh, what's his name? Shigure, Azura's child, who is also Dragon Vein activatable. Now, because children units of the royal children, Azura and. You know, you and everyone included can mm-hmm. use them. So, yeah. it is an, there were plenty of them, and for the most part, you should be able to get them unless you're being overly cautious, which is what happened to me. I was being a little overly cautious on a couple turns where I couldn't activate, activate it, and then by the time I, you know, tried to keep start moving forward again, I wasn't in a good position with a unit that could to activate it. So... Yeah, well, I, I mean, I eventually, once I got the hang of the map, I did start to really enjoy it, and I was getting having fun kind of pushing and pulling as as I was sending sort of my units forward when it was uh, when it was worthy, and then, you know, pulling their units towards me and kind of entrapping them. That felt really good. So uh, it really, if you get the hang of it, it works quite well, and the idea is to, as soon as you use that Dragon Vein, you've done that that wind push for the turn your enemy doesn't get a wind turn right after so it's it's in your best interest to have a dragon vein when in in your grasp because it doesn't it doesn't push your units when you use it similar to to when they do it. just like it doesn't push the enemy units when you don't yeah for sure but and yeah so again an interesting mechanic uh when i read the summary of the sort of map um i was like man this is going to be worse than last week uh, or last game club and it, it wasn't it, it after i'd finished it it was it was actually pretty cool to be honest so i i dug it cool yeah. that's really good well uh next week we or not next week but next game club we will return with chapter 21 of fire emblem fates conquest uh as we said at the top of the show if you like game club and there's a specific game you want us to cover we are taking votes, and those votes are done through Extra Life. So go to bit.ly slash TGI Extra Life 2019, donate $10 to Eddie or I, and you can suggest a Fire Emblem game for us to cover. Be sure to check the show notes for sort of guidelines and restrictions. Again, if you make a suggestion in the comments and we notice it kind of falls into the restrictions, we'll certainly reach out. It's not a big deal. But currently, we don't have any votes. So if you donate $10 to Eddie or I and you vote... That could be the next game club, very likely, unless other people start jumping on the bandwagon. Maybe they're waiting to see where the first stone lies. But uh, remember, it's for the kids, folks. So uh, donate if you can, and uh, we look forward to that. Eddie, that's going to do it for this week. We've got a pretty tight show this week, but next week we'll have new heroes and lots of fun stuff to discover and discuss. Thank you so much for joining me. Eddie, uh, any big plans for the unveil of, of the new heroes this week? Uh, figure out, see who they are, and discuss them in Discord a bit. <laughs> I I threw so, I threw no a, no big plans no big plans. <laughs> that sounds like a cool plan though. And I mean, I do have to admit that one of my favorite things the usual plan. <laughs> it's the usual plan, but it's a good plan. So be there bit.ly slash tgi discord. Get into that Fire Emblem channel, and we'll be discussing those new heroes. Get a sneak peek 
at what our thoughts might be for next week's Summoner's Call. That's going to do it for episode 82. Visit us on the web, gamersinpodcast.com slash fay. Email the show, fay at gamersinpodcast.com. Check out our Discord, bit.ly slash TGI Discord. Go to the Fire Emblem channel and discuss all your favorite Fire Emblem stuff. You can follow us on Twitter. You can find myself at rmurphy, eddie at drawfear, and don't forget to follow at thegamersin for show updates. That's going to do it for this episode of Summoner's Call. Have a great week, and happy summoning.